Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 386. Ugh. Oh, fun times. Good. Fun times. Always. Yeah. This Always. was this was a good one. <laughs> Always. I mean, I'm just keep first. repeating that to yourself and <laughs> might convince yourself at some point. <laughs> Oh, we, as always, got into some comic book reviews. Always. Always. <laughs> and then we talked about some news in the world. Always. As always. Regularly. Yeah. And then we also talked about some beer stuff. Hmm. That's not always, as <laughs> yeah, always. I was yeah. say, no, not, not really. regular. Yeah. No, no. Irregular. We're talking about periods right now. <laughs> and we also have a... A joke like that at some point in time. Some so, as always, <laughs> totally inappropriate. <laughs> always. So, with that, uh, and find out what the hell we're talking about. Uh, grab a cold one and enjoy. Drunk on Comics podcast episode three hundred and eighty-six. Homeowners Association. I'm starting that as a real thing. Oh <laughs> Like yeah. the, well, I don't know. there's a form of fighting that's called drunken, drunken master. Yeah, drunken master is like the yeah, they're best. Not, they're not of physically all. drunk. There's no alcohol How do you know? Involved. Have you met one? All right, you win. <laughs> but point. I don't think that those because no one that has met them has lived to tell the tale. I oh, <laughs> I don't think. Oh, we did like three shots and he stabbed me. <laughs> nope. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and guess that those people who fight in that style probably aren't ninjas, though. It's a style of fighting. Though. Yeah. yeah Oh, they, yeah. wow. Okay. Ninja yeah. is this, and then yeah. Karate Master is that. Yeah. 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 Ninja is like well, what would you If you're a drunken master, you can't be stealthy, I don't think. No, I think, like, have you <laughs> well, seen... a ninja can do drunken master, but a drunken master doesn't mean... It's like Craig Food Panda, like, he's kind of a drunken master, is bumbling, sure. but makes things work. That's what Jack, the style Jackie Chan used to use all the time. I don't know if he still does, but... Drunken Monkey? Is that what it? Drunken Master? Right, I, I believe so. Uh, we're probably butchering it all. But I'm not, yeah, I'm not proud to say not it. Not an expert. Yeah, I'm not proud at all. <laughs> no experts. Mm-hmm. Except for the drinking part. <laughs> yeah. Experts of I that. drink and I know things. Um, Before we get into things, I know it's not a big relevant name to many people, but to me in my childhood it is. Spit it out. But Robert Axelrod Damn, passed away. Nope. No, nope, idea. no idea. Is this wrestling? No. Let me keep, let me guess. Okay, <laughs> it's not sports. There's no way. No, you wouldn't bring that up here. No. Okay, so it's entertainment though, right? Yeah. He's a writer. No. No. He's a director. Comic at all? No. Comics. Nope. Actor. It's kind of it. Kind of. Okay, I'm way off. Go ahead. He's the voice of Power Rangers Lord Zed. Mm. Oh. Okay. As well as many other voices. It is. Uh, it is just so. specifically him that is said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't think he meant specifically you, like in this no. st- in the city. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's a sad thing. Uh, I watched yeah, the show too. Two other people. Yeah, that age seventy. I He's dead. Remember, there was a big campaign a year ago that I did mention because he uh, had hurt his back and they were trying to raise money to um, for surgery and everything to fix the back. But yeah, uh, his manager just came out this past week and said he passed away. And how old was he? I guess seventy. Seventy. So, like I said. 
not as big of a name as like some other people in the business, but still, there's plenty of people that love Power Rangers. I think that uh, what's his name <laughs> from Breaking Bad? The Walter White. Yeah, I mean not Walter White. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brian Cranston. Yeah. Brian Cranston. I think he did a pretty good job in the Power Rangers movie for what it was. Yeah, but he wasn't Lord Zed though. Or I mean, he what was he? Gordon. Gorgeous. Zordon. <laughs> yeah. Zordon. Yeah, Lord Zeb, though. I mean, you don't even get to see him. He's just the voice. That's why this guy was this important. <laughs> he was just the voice. If a person in the suit was probably some well, someone first, from Japan anyway. Right. Right? Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's used, all reused They footage. use yeah. it and put it into ours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> is that why the um, is that why the subtitles are all messed up? Yeah. <laughs> He's like pointing in this direction. They're actually talking about stuff downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> He's pointing up. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> He's pointing toward the sun, and he's talking about the ground below him. That's why it's all messed up. Well, it's because he's on a different. Well, that's it's because they they don't care about scripts. <laughs> they're like not trying to do the same uh, episode. They they're making up their own episode. Yeah. Clever or cheap. You decide. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe sometimes those circles overlap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clever and cheap. What, what is that called? Um, the Venn the, diagram. Yes, the Venn diagram. With the, yeah. pla- uh, the the duck and the um. Uh, what's the what's the thing it combines with? The beaver. Oh. The duck and the beaver. Is it the duck and the beaver? And then the duck bill platypus is in the middle. Oh yeah. yeah How about yeah, the yeah. guitar yeah. and the piano and it's like guitar yeah. <laughs> with the keyboard. <laughs> you seen those Venn diagrams? Oh my gosh, I love those. Yeah, I want to come cheap up with my and own. clever, and in the middle you have I don't know. Me? No. Cleep. <laughs> Everybody's grandma. Oh, <laughs> nice. That there it is. I'm gonna write that one down. That's good. <laughs> it's on the podcast, Charles. You need to write anything down. <laughs> this is the first Godzilla. time you've ever written anything down. I'm just fighting on my notes. I'm like, oh, shoot. I should have looked up this. Looked up this. <laughs> I wrote this down for some reason and never came back to it. We have an audio diary of everything that is said um. here. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get down to business. To defeat the Hun. Um, my first... Did you say Mulan? Yeah. Okay. Mulan's coming. The live action. I'm super excited about it. I'm kind of cringing about all the other fucking... I watched part of Lion King. Turned it off. Yeah. Because, oh my God, it's so bad. And I did a comparison, too, in the beginning. Yeah. Did how... you do a side-by-side? Yeah. Yeah. And, man, they're just... They're just... They're just feeding us garbage. And, you know, my apologies... Apologies to all the animation people, but... And the... And the, uh, the voices, but, like, it's trash. Mm. I'm still gonna watch There's that. a whole... There's a whole, like, okay, when the mouse in the very beginning, um, when Scar goes to grab the mouse and he's, like, talking to his food, he's like, you and I are, are uh, I don't know. What. You don't need to say the exact quote. Yeah, but right, but. <laughs> I know what you're saying. It takes, like, a good, man, you know how long, like, a minute 30 can be, right? Well, That's the how fr- long this in the cartoon, <laughs> in, the car- <laughs> in the cartoon, uh, he's, it's, like, 10 seconds mm-hmm. before he grabs the mouse. In the, in the movie... Or whatever you want to call it, it's uh, it's like a minute and thirty. It seems like I don't know. It takes forever, and I'm like, he should have caught it. He should have caught it. He should have just sitting there like, come on, come on. Yeah. And then the conversation they that's had, what you got hung up on. Yes, and that's nearly when I turned it off. But I wanted to hear between Scar and, and um, Mufasa talk, and that was enough for me to turn it off. Mm. I was done. 
I'm gonna finish it. I just not to mention the old parable of the the mouse that pulls the splinter out of the lion's foot and not saves to mention the day it. Or are you gonna mention it? That. All right, never mind. <laughs> Where were you going with that? I was gonna say like the parallel of how he tries to eat the mouse instead mm. of the mouse saving the day to take the splinter out of the um, lion's foot and make him a better person, so he's not as big of a dick. And oh, yeah, they totally lost. There, they lost an opportunity to just not have a movie. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's what I'm maybe, saying. Maybe that mouse did pull it out of Mufasa's paw and he saved him by interrupting Scar's dinner. And then Scar ate Mufasa's new best friend. New best friend? We didn't. Who? We're getting really off track here and I'm super confused about what's going on. So let's. Do you remember the first time that Disney did, though? They did 101 Dalmatians. Was that the first one, the live action they did? Yes. Are you sure. okay? <laughs> I was thinking. What's in this banana bread? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I'm not that talented. <laughs> Where are you going with this, Charles? I'm super excited about Milan. Oh. oh. <laughs> and I've been thinking about this a lot. <laughs> you could have just said that when I started singing the song. Conversation. Oh, man. That was a, a riddle in a nutshell. <laughs> All right. My Start book. us off right, Charles. You're the villain, the Riddler. The dun, dun, dun. Mainly because he's become my one of my favorite bad Batman bad guys in the last couple years. And this story, like all these Year of the Villains, has the villain trying to do something, realizing they can't really accomplish what they want, and Ghost Tech um, Lex Luthor appears to them and gives them a prize to superior Lex Luthor. Yeah. Something to they call him Apex Lex and I mean that sounds super similar to Superior Spider Man, right? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of a cop out. He can't get any better. Apex? Apex Lex? Well then they just call him a different term. It sounds like something for superior, DC would then use Apex, for then a Ultimate, name. then it Godly. <laughs> and then Uber Godly. <laughs> and then Super Saiyan three. And then, then, then that's, yeah. that's it, right? That's the top. So this this book, like I said, with like all of them, it's about giving out gifts. And one of the things that is mentioned early on... Wait, wait. Is Lex the Oprah of this universe? Yes. <laughs> yes, he is. Giving everyone cars and shit? Uh, the Riddler explains how he's upset that he hasn't gotten anything from him. And he thinks it's kind of BS. Like, why is everyone else getting these uh, presents and I don't? And he's hanging out with his buddy Tut, who, by the way, opens up his own restaurant called The Scarab, because like all bad guys, you need to have a theme, mm. and you need to have that in everyday life. Such all sorts as, of regular income. So, yes. <laughs> uh, legal income. Well, such as... So you can say, oh, it's at Scarab's the whole time. His house is pretty much shaped like a... Uh, um, Pyramid. No. no, like uh, Sphinx. Sphinx. Oh. That was well, that's just bad. What? Welcome to the world of DC villains. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, they're a little too <laughs> on. If it's shaped like a Sphinx, you know he's a bad guy. <laughs> no, I mean they're a little too on the nose. Oh my god, they... what the fuck? That's it. It's just a regular house, like a mushroom top, How is and it? then a face coming out of the front. It looks like that's a penis it. with a face. It <laughs> looks like a, yes, yes, it does. It looks like a tattooed penis. 
Um, how is their neighborhood association okay with that? They, they're not. There's no way. They're like they're like outside with like riot gear. There's probably gonna, the chair of like the board. Signs and stuff like take down, take down that penis head. Take down the penis face. So ultimately, a lot of this book is these two subpar villains. I mean, I wouldn't say Riddler is, but no. obviously Tut is. Yes. And they kind of recalling some of their encounters with Batman and how he almost, uh, you know, they've almost won. Now, first off, I also want to show you this, the bottom of Batman's boots. As bats. Yeah. Like, normal tread on the bottom of, of, like, shoes that you get are sometimes some, like, if it's Nike, it might have the Nike symbol symbol emblazoned in there. You're going to know Batman's gone through this area of muddy area. Yeah. And I just love that he makes his own boots, so he has to consciously say... I want this to be the I want grip. To be a bat. Yeah, on the oh, bottom. Oh, so he knows which direction he's going. Um, it's, yeah, so he can follow back. It and makes it more simple, so he doesn't have to think about it. Like, which which, which direction was I going this day? Hmm? He just knows. I mean, I would think you'd have some uh, industry type arrows of... on it. Just <laughs> <laughs> follow this if you want to find the bat cave. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, uh, bat mobile breaks down. He has to have it. <laughs> All of a sudden, all the villains know where he lives. Hey, <laughs> nice boots. One of the biggest things within here was uh, Tut explaining one of his traps that he had, where there was uh, choose your fate, like pick door number one, there's some tigers behind it, door number two, you'll mm. find me. And then, of course, the tigers start roaring, so obviously Batman knew which one the tigers were behind. So, again, kind of showing how bumbling this bad guy oh, is. Okay. You know, and I would have thought it had been like a, like a speaker system. Misdirection. Yeah. yeah, misdirection. But it's not. It's just, that, no, it's yeah, just it's just, just kind of more literal. And that's kind of one of the things that... <laughs> Terrible. Lex eventually... The Riddler and Tut then agree to sign up, or not sign up, to team up. And they, they go through the same exact thing that Tut had planned with the choose two doors. But underneath it would be a trap door that would be the Riddler... And because Batman would be so set on thinking this was Tut, he would not think of uh, preparing against the Riddler, and that's how they'd win. Mm. Prior to this happening, and the Riddler seemed kind of not all about it. First he was, and then kind of wasn't, because he got visited from Lex. And this is where I feel the key to this whole book comes into, is he's kind of pissed and explaining rightfully so of why he didn't get any presents, and he's... Lex is kind of saying, why would I, you know, waste, you know. You're an idiot. Pretty much so. <laughs> he goes, you know. You get no toys. He goes, what are you, a, a man um, or a child? Because you seem to be uh, acting like this child or envisioned of you right now. You really need to stop acting like that person because you keep going down all these um, same failed uh, uh, roads because you always need to be this Riddler. You always need to be this one that's the smarter than everyone. You could do some other things, but you need to stop acting like a child. And stop pranking everybody is basically. What yeah. you said. You're not the Joker. <laughs> stop trying to be the Joker. Well, that's why. Um, and he told a very good parable, uh, Lex did, of how someone keeps going after that um, that one thing that they've been engrossed on their entire life about this man who was obsessed with tornadoes, lived in tornado country. And so he built this uh, containment unit to save him if a tornado ever struck. 
made out of giant metal steel and everything, bolted to the so ground of his house. Of Twister. What? Pot of Twister. No, because then that they release it and oh, they all right. go up. Yeah. This is him trying to be safe, but he built it only for one person, because he wanted to, after a tornado eventually hit, be the only one and kind of be like, "Told you guys, you should have listened to me instead of making fun of me." Oh my god. What a dick. Well, here's here's the you know the twist of that the dick house. <laughs> the twist to that, if you will, <laughs> is when a tornado actually hits, and he goes on and gets into his little bunker thing and. Yeah, kind of wipes out the town. However, his house gets crumbled on, so he's trapped in there. And the power lines light on fire. And metal is quite conductive. And he burned alive. Ah! So pretty much uh, kind of explaining how, you know, you shouldn't, you know, keep... You're you're trapped in a box. And you need to get out of this. And there's nothing that you can do um, unless you make that choice. Um... And of course, the ruler goes, oh, so you're not here to give me a gift then? And Luther goes, I just did. Ah. So as I said, at the end, they had this whole trap set up for Batman, and the Riddler was going to press a button to take him off uh, guard, but he just says, fuck it, I quit. So while Batman is beating up Tut, we see him just, the Riddler just leaving and taking off his clothes (laughs) And I don't know what this means for the villain. He's naked. Well, he's probably got an undershirt on. Nah, he's naked. That's what it means. No, there's <laughs> nothing that says there he has an undershirt on. He was naked. He just took his jacket oh, and hat off, guys. Okay. Wow, Lens. Hey, come on with you. Naked. Is that, is that how when you're imagining reading bread. comics? <laughs> More. You're just walking down the street naked to the dick house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. So I'm very curious if this is going to make uh, the Riddler more cunning, if he's going to come back as a whole different villain. Well, yeah, he's not what wearing this a fucking means. hat that has a little push mark on it, right? <laughs> or I'm not a the Riddler. hero. No, I'm not the Maybe Riddler. he'll do the hero turn. I don't know. Is this a Riddler? I doubt it. This is the year of the villain. And I, mean, I doubt, doubt Lex was trying to get him to come out of his shell to, yeah. to have him become a hero. And I don't know that he'd be a very good hero. He's not a very good villain. <laughs> he would be just as equally enough. Hey, he brought us Kite Man. And that's the <laughs> best thing ever. The Riddler in Gotham, the TV show Gotham, very sinister. Crazy. Fucked up sort of guy. Uh, definitely the way the Riddler should be envisioned. But it'll be... I still am curious as to what all of these things are going to culminate into. Exactly. What like I said, this kind of just it's, it ends with them like, all right, how is this going to tie into yeah. whatever this thing is? Right. He comes back and he's just got question marks carved into his body. I'm the exclamation. <laughs> I make it a point. Oh, God. Okay. Mm, what do you have? Well, I read a bunch of stuff. Bunch. I read a bunch, bunch, bunch. Uh, but in particular, there's a couple I want to talk about. I read, I'm not, I'm not going to really do hard reviews on any of these, but I read Punisher Kill Crew number two. I fucking love this book. It's so fun and like, it's, it fun. Killing is fun. I mean, like, it's the Punisher, but it's also like, he, I feel like he seems kind of light hearted in this in a way that like, he's still killing people, but they're all bad people. (laughs) But, right? Yeah, but they were all bad. 
they're all bad, and most of them are like not. I mean, they're not humans that he's going after right now. He's going after frost giants and fucking dark elves and shit like that. Like he's killing all of these otherworldly creatures who had come to Earth during the War of the Realms and killed a bunch of people. And so it's just fun to watch him kill these people. And the art in it is super good. Uh, Juan Fairy Fair. How do you say that? Fair. 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 Oh my god, you guys are terrible. You say Tony. It. Tony, you say you are the worst. Which one? This one. This last name right here. Ferreira. For, that's not. Ferreira. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sounds Ferre- good. Ferreira. Um, I think he did. He, he might have. He butchered it. He butchered it into <laughs> existence. He yeah. But it. you know what? But you know what? I did it with confidence. <laughs> that was it. He looked, yeah. Yeah, but that look on your face though, <laughs> condescending look. <laughs> Ferreira. Uh, <laughs> it's written by and it's written by Gary Dugan. And it's just the, it's all of it together. There's this one panel where he comes up against, he's, he's looking for the navigator, the dark elf who's the navigator, and he comes up against this group of them. Compliance. He, um, he shoots one of them in the head, and the other one is like, grabs his gun, he's like, what are you going to do now that you don't have a gun? And he bashes his head in with his own head until he's dead. And it's just to the point where like he's just holding on to the elf's ears <laughs> at the end. Like he just rips the ears off. Damn. And he just looks so like. He's kind of, I just love him with the Viking helmet. Yeah. I mean, it's just great. It's a great art. Yeah. There's this little. Yes, and it's purple blood, so you can kind of get away with being like Not overly excessive. Jackson Pollock all over. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he's but he's traveling through. He's got the goat. Uh, Thor's Thor's goat that can take him through the fucking universe or whatever. I can't remember the name of the goat. Do you, Tony, what the, the Asgardian goat? No, oh, fuck. Uh, no, I can't. Yeah. Um, so this goat is pulling a van, basically, through space, and it's it's pretty awesome. But he, he ends up going to where the Frost... Jotunheim, where the Frost Giants live, going after the Frost Giants. There he finds Foggy Nelson. This is the first member of his kill crew, very reluctantly, because the Frost Giants had kidnapped him Oh, I, no, wait. I'm going this in reverse. They go to... Tooth Grinder. And the, Tooth Nasher. Ah, yes, 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 yes. So, on the way to go to Jotunheim, they stop at um, this planet where it has this guy who makes creatures into, like, it's a very Island of Dr. Moreau sort of thing where he takes these creatures and combines them and makes these weird otherworldly creatures. Um, and there's where he finds Foggy Nelson. So he grabs Foggy and kills everyone around him, as the Punisher does. And then they go to Jotunheim and start killing. I mean, it's just a bunch of killing with the Punisher. And it's super awesome. But he's he's starting to build his group, basically, his crew. And Foggy Nelson is there very reluctantly because he wants to be saved. But also, the Punisher won't take him back to Earth. <laughs> so he just kind of has to be along for the ride. When he's on Jotunheim, they find um, Juggernaut. He's there being tortured because they want the gem that gives him his powers, the Frost Giants do. They're trying to, like, pull it out of his head. So it's clear that he's probably going to be the next very reluctant part of this Punisher kill crew. Um, But it's just, I mean, it's just fun and bloody, but, like, it's just... I, I never can usually get behind the Punisher because he always just seems so serious, and probably rightfully so. <clears throat> and it's usually ultra-violent, and this comic book is, but because it's uh, creatures, right, even though it's very violent, 
it doesn't look like it because it's very colorful. <laughs> All the killing is very colorful. So, um, well, super good. Make, make you feel like a terrible person yeah. for enjoying well, Muppets killing. Yeah. Instead, make you feel like it's, oh, Muppets killing Muppets. It's kind of, I mean... The confetti comes out and they say, <laughs> blood splatter. It's, it's kind of like that a little bit. But one of my favorite, this navigator that he's taken, this dark elf, is very punny. Like, he tra- he's trying to be, like, the comedic relief of the situation, and Punisher's just not having any of it. And in one panel, he tells him, he tells the goat, basically, to stay there, but the navigator thinks he's talking to him, and he goes, don't worry, we won't goat anywhere. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> and the Punisher smacks him in the back of the head. And he's like, no puns. <laughs> And I was like, (laughs) so it's, I mean, it's a real fun book. Even if you're not a fan of most of the Punisher stuff, I think that anyone could probably read this and enjoy it because it is, it feels kind of way different than any of the other stuff that uh, Punisher has ever been in. Um, The other one I read and I, I, I don't read Guardians of the Galaxy at all. So um, Tony, you might have to help me on this one, but it was, uh, Prodigal Son, number one. And I don't know if this is an ongoing series. Yeah, this is from the... It started with Fantastic Four, then it went into Silver Surfer, and now it's this. So it's a five-part mini-series that's going to cross over following the Prodigal. This dude whose name is pretty much unpronounceable. Uh, Prod... Oh, his name is Prodigal. (laughs) Are you being serious? <laughs> when I read it, I like. <laughs> you are being serious. <laughs> when I read it, I skipped over the You're name stuck. entirely because it's spelled P R A H apostrophe D apostrophe G U L. So I'm just like, I'm not even going to read that name. I'm just going to skip over it. Um, now it clicked, and yeah, it's not because of the banana bread. Trust me. Just well, yeah, it's not the banana bread. It's what you put it's in the just, banana bread. It's just... I saw this. Uh, this there was this movie. Um, it was like something samurai, right? But the beginning title, it was like, um, like the, the the secret of the samurai. But it was the secret of the, and it was phonetically spelled out mm. samurai. So it doesn't look like the word samurai. Yeah. And then this one guy was like, "Have you seen this movie, The Secret of the?" And he's like, "Some samurai." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, dude, you serious? It's just." This is how you say you know, samurai quickly. <laughs> yeah, I just I didn't. That's okay. Yeah. I didn't read it to myself. Banana I just kind of yeah. skipped over no, it. Bread, now it makes sense. But so, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the Guardians of the Galaxy are on uh, this guy's home planet because uh, Peter Quill and this dude's brother, Prodigal, <laughs> this guy's brother. <laughs> I w- I now wish I would have heard you Prodigal? try to pronounce his name, Pro. <laughs> The goal. No, I mean, I got it right away once I tried it. I just didn't try it before. <laughs> Which means, how did you read this? I just... What, you were skipping his name? That dude? Yeah, I just, I mean, I just saw it, but I didn't read it. <laughs> Is there a, I got a call for Seymour Butts. Can I, can I have a Seymour... Can I see, does anybody know where uh, Seymour Butts? <laughs> Mr. Hunt? Mike Hunt? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Bart Simpson is yeah. writing this book. That's funny. Um, old. This ends up being a, a case of brother versus brother. Uh, Prodigal's brother kills his father because his father's a warmonger, basically, and he's trying to save his planet. And Prodigal comes back because he finds out that his brother 
kills his father. And there's just this battle between them. The Guardians of the Galaxy seem completely arbitrary to this story, except to show that Peter Quill is kind of like hands-off in these sort of situations. Because Prodigal decides to let his brother have the kingdom, because that's what the people want, because they hated his father. And Prodigal's like, fine, you can have this planet, but I'm going to blow up the sun, so I don't know what you're going to do. But you're not going to have a son anymore, so freeze to death, I guess. And Peter Quill's just kind of like, all right, well, we're just going to let this happen. <laughs> and they do. And that's how the book ends. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much how most of these books have been uh, in this series. It's more showcasing Prodigal yeah. than anyone else. <laughs> it's true. He but seems I, ultra powerful. You find yeah. out in this, and I don't know if this is mentioned in any of the other books because I didn't read them. Um, but his brother's like, at the end, he's like, you're not my brother. You're, you have elemental powers. Did, what did you think you were? And he was like, well, I thought I was just mutated. And he's like, mutants on our planet have two different eye colors. <laughs> <laughs> you have elemental powers. Your dad was not my dad, basically. I don't know who it was, but you're, that, that's why your mom died giving birth to you, buddy, because you have all these powers. So I don't know if they've gone into who his father was yet in the other books, but he's very clearly like a some sort of celestial figure. Uh, do you know, is this... Oh, maybe this is just a three-issue ser- er, series, because, yeah, it doesn't say to be continued at the end, and he damn near uh, blew up that place, so... Yeah. It's like, he's... If, I want to root for him as a good guy, but he seems like an asshole. He seems like a bad guy. Yeah. Like, I don't... So I don't know what Marvel's plan yeah. is with this, whether there's going to be the next big villain, or it's going to lead into an event or something, because I didn't get warm and fuzzy feelings from this dude, but I did get the idea that he is ultra-powerful. <clears throat> the other thing I got from this book is Moon Dragon is super-powerful. Yeah. And uh, I think she's super awesome. <laughs> I just, I mean, he sets Groot on fire, and she just lifts the fire off of him, and throws it mm-hmm. to the side. And I'm just like, I don't know enough about this chick. She's super badass. She kind of looks like a watcher. <laughs> her bald head. I was like, she just looks like a tiny watcher to me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it was an interesting story. Um, I think maybe I probably need to read the other ones, I guess, to get the full story. Yes, but even then, it, it, seemed, it made me kind of, I don't know, wanting yeah. a bit. And I... I feel like it could have gone in a different direction. Granted, it doesn't mean that it's terrible. I'm glad I've read this to find Mm -hmm. out who this person is, but I'm still left more with questions than anything else. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And I have no clue. Why his name is Prodigal. (laughs) That's just the way that he was born. I guess. I guess. He's born with the name? Yeah, Prodigal. He was born with it. It wasn't even given to him. Yeah, I was born with it. Maybe he's born with it. <laughs> Maybe it's prodigal. prodigal. <laughs> um, the other one I read uh, that I just wanted to briefly talk about was the Symbiote of Vengeance that, from Absolute Carnage. Man, you guys are talking a lot of Carnage stuff lately. Yeah. Well, you know, it's Did trending. Did you read this one? No, I didn't read okay. it. Okay. So tell um, me about it. Hmm. it. More than anything, I'm not going to go into it. it what? It, it featured uh, three different ghost writers, right? The one that's in hell, Johnny Blaze, who's now mm. the king of hell, basically. Um, and then a 
a woman who I had no idea. I mean, I just didn't realize that I guess ghostwriters could all exist at the same time. I thought there was just one at a time. And There's, then, uh, I believe, two like Thor's. separate uh, demons that okay. Okay. And there might have been a third one. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously Johnny Blaze being in hell, he doesn't actually have the spirit of vengeance in him, probably. He's just the king of hell now. Uh, yeah, but I mean, yeah, I don't know how all the voodoo witch doctor stuff yeah. works with that. It's so, a lot easier with Thor, though. The hammer is a Thor. Right. <laughs> so, this is Alejandro Jones, and then, uh... Are you saying that right? Or is it Hones? Alejandro. <laughs> I mean, maybe, I guess. I don't know. I, I guess I'm taking Tony's place this week in things that I cannot say. Um, and then uh, Danny, I think, who is the current Ghost Rider. Is that... Are you up on Ghost it's Rider It's Danny. No. The, cos- the Cosmic one? No. This isn't even the Cosmic Ghost Rider. Cosmic Ghost Rider showed yeah, up as Punisher. <laughs> yeah, but there's an uh, ongoing regular one right now. Ghost mm. Rider. Besides the cosmic one? Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway. Uh, tying this back, because this is a Carnage book, basically. Mm-hmm. Alejandra, at one point in time, had connected... Or this the symbiote had connected with the spirit of vengeance. And when the first person that it went back to, when it went back into somebody's body, was Alejandra's. So it connected the symbiote codex to her mm-hmm. through the spirit of vengeance. And so <coughs> Carnage is coming to get it from her, because that's what he's doing, right? Going to... Steal everybody's codex. He's not having somebody else go. He's actually showing he, up. Yeah, he well it's he important. ate her spine, like ripped her out of her body and ate it. Did she survive? Um, no. It is the comics. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> dies anymore. You see that in she... um, Age of Resistance? One of the Skeksis is like, nobody dies anymore. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's a joke about like nowadays. They always kept somebody come back. <laughs> uh, the best part of this book was Carnage seemed very light-hearted in this. Like, he was actually trying to be... I feel like he was trying to be kind of funny in this, which I didn't gather from any of the other books that I've been reading. And when he steals the codex from her, he he gets the powers of the Ghost Rider for, mm-hmm. like, a hot minute. And Ooh, so seeing Carnage as, as, like, a Ghost Rider was, like, super badass. Can I see? Do you have it up? Yeah. Also, I wanted to see, um, in the comic that I read last time, uh... There was, like, stuff sticking out of his bag. Oh, he's it got, was, like, little tendrily things Yeah, those and two stuff. things right yeah. there? Yeah. They look like handles if you're going to ride a carnage. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Daddy. Daddy Carney. He's a carny uh, Yeah. It's, um... So it was, I mean, it wow, just... that's cool. ...adds to the story. They were shorter last time. Yeah, and this... So this happens... Little Coke cans sticking out of his bag. This little story happens before Absolute Carnage number one, so they kind of went back, oh. and I think they're showing maybe the different people that he's gone up against to steal the codexes from... Codices? Codices. Codices. From... Um, but, I mean, you know, it's a tortured ghost writer sort of story. They're all tortured. So you get that out of the book. But, uh, really, I just wanted to mention it because Ghost Rider Carnage was fucking cool. Boop. Yeah. Boop. <laughs> so that I mean, there's a couple other books I read, but I don't really want to go into too many more. Uh, there's like his. Fun. Oh wow. His, he makes like a crazy carnage horse motorcycle. Oh, is it a motorcycle? Oh, that's cool. Like he turns it into his. Like I don't know if it's part of his body. Oh, cool. But at the end, his his little um, 
people that follow him, the humans that are like worshiping Carnage. They he kills Alejandra, and they're like, "Okay, dude, you got what you needed. We gotta go." And they roll by, and they like grab him. Carnage. Yeah. They like he hops on top of the van, and they speed off, and he's like, "Who Get ruined my fawn?" And then he kills a bunch of them. And I'm like, "This is a weird version of Carnage <clears throat> that hasn't been in the rest of the books." But also, I enjoyed it. So that's what I got. Cool, cool, cool. And to you, Charles. Okay, but what I did have, but I don't have anything now. What I did have. Was I, I had all these covers, all these um, uh, comics that kind of just came out, just filled with like women, right? Scantily clad women. And so, there was even nipples. I was like, "What is going on here?" This is not to be sold to minors, you know. And, but they're like in bikinis and stuff. But the proportions are all messed up. Were you Did looking you at Xenoscope covers? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a Xenoscope cover. Like there was a like thighs, right? And yeah. Smooth thigh legs and then a little. A little mosquito bite bump for a butt. Mm. And I was like, why would they do that? Yeah. It looks all sorts of lazy. And then their faces were all weird too. It's like, I don't know. Was it this looks a scary. series of covers that were done by one artist? Nope. Or nope. just a bunch it's of all different. Just, it's just all in random. Um, for ones that came out this week? Uh, or well, just in general? In general. Are yes. you disseminating the really terrible way that women are drawn in comics? Yeah. Of course, yes. But done. also, like. In mass. I mean. It's not men too though. Men are also drawn very disproportionate. Oh, of course. Yeah. But like there was just a bunch of them all together yeah. in a row, and I was just like, ugh. Yeah, yeah, that's a common. That's a that's a problem. It it's makes been a problem me feel for bad. a while. It makes me feel bad for everybody yeah. involved. Whoever's drawn them, whoever's being drawn. I'm sure there's probably some inspiration. They're looking at somebody. Yeah. Like a picture and trying to draw it or something. Like that's how how I would do it if I was going to do it. I would take a picture of a person, have like a model, right, come mm-hmm. in, and mm-hmm. then just. Try to draw her instead of messing it all up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I feel bad. like they've gotten better about it over the years, but not entirely, obviously. Um, but it's it depends, obviously, on the franchise. and. Where, was this song in the background when you were looking oh, at God. these women on the cover? I'm not. Oh, my God. Is that the thing? It's the sheep thing. You know what? Yeah. Oh, my God. <sighs> It's so terrible. Stop giving it more views. Okay. Stop so, it. So this is a reference He's to... He's masturbated to this, this a re- hundred <laughs> times since last weekend. This is a reference to uh, animal fucking. Yes. No, fu- uh, humans fucking animal. Bestiality. bestiality. Right. Yes. Tony, you're now known for bestiality. Like, through you. You're the on a watch list. How am I known property. for that? You're on a watch through list me? somewhere. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're on the list, too. <laughs> I didn't watch that If you video. want to find Tony McKay, is it? <laughs> That's gross. That's so gross. What I just heard you say is less gross, but still. No. I was imagining you looking at these scantily clad women. No, no, no. I was as if... <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> I, was, I, didn't, I, I didn't stop and stare. I, I was like... It was like a car crash. Yeah. It wasn't... I didn't see a woman there at all. I saw this, like, badly drawn figure. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I drew you as a stick figure, you'd be like, what? How is that me? <laughs> like, right. I'd be like, you drew I was like, what? Well, how is that a you know a good looking woman? I don't know. That, that's yeah. also me putting it in. Perspective and this, too. The, I mean, we talk about this every once in a while. There was a, a couple years ago when this Italian uh, artist came out with some covers for some Marvel comics that, and he's known for drawing porn comics. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he drew a uh, Spider Woman, I think, cover, and then he also drew. Hey, a, nipples. It, well, it was one of those things where she was, like, crawling over 
the side of a building and like her ass was so far up in the air that if she was actually crawling over something, her ass probably would have flipped over the top of her head because a <laughs> person's back does not arch like that. Like yeah, but a spider she woman. was like, maybe, I guess, I don't know that maybe that's what he's going for. He's, a, I mean, for what he draws, he's a good artist, but it was also like one of those things where spider woman doesn't need to be drawn like that. Uh-huh. And so there was this big upheaval over it. Oh, yeah. But I'm also under the impression that, like, art is subjective. So while I totally am against the uh, weirdly disproportionate sexual way women are drawn in comics, I mean, that's an artist's choice, I guess. It can be empowering, too, if you look at it a certain way. But yeah. you got to be, you got to have that in mind starting off, like. Yeah. Perspective. So, if you hire a dude who draws porn for fu- a fucking living to do a comic book cover, what the fuck are you going to expect? expect? Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, that, to me, that's where Marvel had, that was the biggest problem. I had, could care less about the actual drawing itself, but I was it's just It's a category like, that needs to stay within its own category. Yeah. Yeah. For Don't sure. overlap these things unless, you know, it's, it's in your category is a comic. Yeah. Porn comic. Yeah. Don't, don't mesh the two together. Yeah. I like to really talk about this subject, me and Kevin here. It's his favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's his, his favorite. favorite type of comic, the porn comic. <laughs> listen though, listen. I saw uh, scary stories to tell in the dark in the theater. God darn it! <laughs> and in the theater, there's a, like a like a trailer with a balloon on it, right? Okay. And it looks like it's gonna be for. Oh. It. And it was for. Or was it, it? I saw in the theater and that happened. Anyways, the point was, it turned into a Suicide Squad 2. It was Harley Quinn. Birds of Prey. Was it Birds of Prey? It was Birds of Prey. Oh, it's yeah. a Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. Right. Yes. So it's not Suicide. Okay. She, where she pops the balloon and she says she's really tired of clowns. Yeah. Yeah. That was before it. I don't know if it was also before Scary Stories Tell in the Dark, but yeah. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It was a up. cute little tie in. I guess it's not proof that I know. Look at that beautiful picture. Yeah. It's a picture of a Joker looking. It's, it's, it's Mark Hamill. Oh. Yeah. So, so Mark Hamill yeah. does the voice of Joker in the Batman animated series. Yes. Yeah. And so this was kind of a Mark Hamill f- for free gave, uh, gave Jim Lee uh, did a phone uh, answering message for him cool. uh, to play, which took him nearly what like less than thirty seconds to do. Did it for free, you know, whatever. And so. Jim Lee then drew this fucking amazing Joker for him. And I'm just like, damn, Mark uh, definitely uh, lucked out on that. And what I love for is it says, for Mark, ha, 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 Hamill. That's Jim Lee. <laughs> Jim Lee does amazing art. I think Mark Hamill definitely got the better end of better that, that deal. deal. But also, if Mark Hamill did it like a voicemail message for Jim Lee as the Joker. I don't know who won in that one because both of those seem like equally awesome gifts. Uh, of personalized? Yeah. Then Jim Jim <laughs> would win for sure. <laughs> I mean, that looks nice and stuff, but Mark Hamill's voice. That's the thing. Like, personalized? Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't I know if I would ever truly want to have just a conversation with Mark if I ever met him. I would just want him to talk. Yeah. Yeah. In any which way he wants. No, no, no. I, I, no, no, no. I would want to get him drunk you... to talk. And then he would start to do Mark the voice. Hamill, he wouldn't be able to talk anyway. It would be one of those rare situations where Tony would like not know what to say. He would just stand there, yeah. right? Boner. And- <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to hide it the whole time. And then Mark was just shaking hands. He's like, "You don't want to touch this." <laughs> no, Mark, you don't. I'm not gonna deface that. <laughs> I mean, I will say Mark would be probably one of the few people I'd geek out over. I have grown with this show to know. Yeah, I don't have to do that. And there's not many people that that would happen yeah. to. But. He would be one of them. He's yeah. a 
Don't fuck with the Jedi Master, son. <laughs> 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 mm. Oh, uh, so one thing that I am super, super pissed off about is that just the other week I had mentioned we are going to have a, a Muppet show yeah. on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And since then, they have already canceled it. No. Yeah, that is seems like... And I don't what understand. happens to the Muppets very yes. frequently. And it's Hogwash. like maybe they could work something out with Netflix to where does Netflix own the Muppets? No, Disney does. Right. But they also just did the Age of Resistance, so obviously mm. Jim Henson's and production actually ooh. But maybe that's why. You know what's sad because about those are whole... Muppets, that is okay. Well, that makes more sense now in my mind. What Jim Henson's it's... they don't own the Jim Henson company, they own the Muppet brand of the because mm-hmm. then uh, PS owns uh, Sesame Street and all that too. Right, or children's uh, television workshop thing, more than a who owns the company who makes it sort of thing. What does what does okay? What does Age of Resistance, for instance, right? For as a good example, do for Netflix? If you have Netflix already, then you get to watch it. You're not paying anything extra to watch the show. Mm-hmm. Where. It Did they get extra money canceling. or not? No, it pulls in more Keeps, people. People pulls made, in more people. Yeah, I feel like anybody who watches that show already had Netflix. Or uh, who's the new person getting Netflix? Who's the new person? He just walks over to his friend's house to watch it. So let's say that Where's there's that there's a ton of people that go off to college every year and they don't have uh, Netflix okay. yet. Yep, there it is. Okay. So you're you're there's always going to be constant new people. Yeah, but they were always going to get Netflix. It has nothing to do with some. Yes, most yes. But when you can get those, plus it's also global. Yeah. So you may have people in other oh, places yeah. where you're looking at why should I get this over uh, this Amazon Disney Plus thing? Or, yeah, or yeah, yeah. Right. This is one of more of those tentpole shows that would bring sense. people in. Not only that, but it keeps people. Yeah. Now that some people are like. Should I really be paying ten bucks a month or what? Whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. You do. So you got a really good point. Like I don't have Disney Plus, but I'm going to figure out how to get, get Disney Plus so I can watch The Mandalorian. Yeah. Right. Because that's where it's going to go, right? Yeah. yeah. And that's where I'm going. It makes sense. But I'm always going to keep uh, Netflix because they have a couple of shows. Yeah. That I'm waiting on when they return. As long as they're there. Yeah. Altered Carbon was fucking amazing show two years ago. Still waiting <laughs> on season two, and I'm almost feeling like that project is dead in the water. Yeah. Uh, but it, those are the reasons why I would turn back in. Did you hear about Other home? channels that have shitty endings, like HBO, I don't really care to watch some of their content anymore. I mean, The Watchmen show is coming out I on know. HBO, and you know you're going to watch that bullshit. I can't so. that in his dark Stop material, lying. So. Yeah, you liar. Fucking yeah. liar. <laughs> I came up with an alternate title for... Altered Carbon. Foreskin. Foreskin? No, no, you don't. This is the. They change bodies and stuff? I can't say that I've watched Altered Carbon, so it goes right over my head, but Tony just is. You just let that slide, huh, Tony? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not your audience on that one. Sorry. Our audience at home probably really loved it. Tweet at Charles if you really liked his joke. I'm gonna get a bunch of bad stuff now. I don't know what his Twitter is, but tweet at him. Find him. I'm not gonna know. <laughs> tweet at Drunken on Comics, and I'll let him know that you liked his oh, joke. Oh shoot! <laughs> All right. So you know how uh, every movie has kind of a working title that they yes that completely before, random before that would be something secretive. Now the internet can find out what those are and know exactly what is being filmed. So can you give me an the, example? Uh, Blue Harvest and yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. 
Well, now, why, why were they doing that? You just had the title beforehand, or were they trying to hide something? Well, they're trying to hide sometimes, especially if it's, let's say, uh, second. Um, uh, but it wasn't. It was the story. First, yeah. I know, but still, most uh, you don't want to know what's going on. Granted, Star Wars was something totally different in in its scope and everything. But if you knew that there was a huge um, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, like this huge like event or anything else, Robert Downey Jr. all coming towards one movie, but you didn't know what that movie was, and they're Working on their title, blue or nah, I want to say blue, broken window. Production crews are working for the broken window movie. No one knows what the fuck the broken window movie is. So back in the day, they could sign all the paperwork and everything and keep it hidden until most people found out all these famous people were shooting this movie. Okay. Nowadays, it's just kind of one of those things that they still do, but don't really need to because. Yeah. Are the you, is there a movie coming out with Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise? And or are you referring to Johnny Depp? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, what is this movie you're talking about? I've no. got my interest. Uh, I was going to say, the Matrix, the Matrix 4 is going under the title Project Ice Cream. Ah. Well, that's just silly. Sounds like Dirk Manning named it. <laughs> it sounds cool, though. Is he though. involved in this? Sounds... He looks like he could be from the Matrix. <laughs> I could <tell> <laughs> And... <laughs> And because of the Matrix, he said <laughs> black clothes that were programmed for him. Yeah. Yeah. And hair. Yeah. <laughs> Specific hair. Sounds cool and delicious. And messy. All right. I had a different point I was going with before you guys made me explain fucking stupid titles. <laughs> Where were you going with it? I don't think the Blue Harvest is a good example. I thought they did that just to cover it up so nobody knew that it was a sequel to something or... Yeah, but they still do it with all movies. All I movies? feel like they do it before they come up with a title for a movie, so yeah. they have to come up with a working title, oh. and they make it as yeah, really non-related works. as possible. If you found out that a movie called Project Ice Cream was filming towards you, near you, you, you maybe wouldn't, wouldn't go to check out filming, but if you found out that the Matrix 4 was filming in your backyard, you would definitely go to that set if there, you could. Yeah. So, might keep a on lookers at bay for just a day, probably, but you know. Whatever. Project Ice Cream. I really hope that that's tied into the movie somehow, though. Like <laughs> They're sitting there morphing. <laughs> Just instead, sitting eating ice cream. Instead of the blue pill and the red, blue, <laughs> yeah. the red pill, chocolate, vanilla. Blue moon. <laughs> blue moon and Rocky Road or something. So do they know anything? Have you heard anything more about anybody else involved besides Carrie Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves? No. Mm-mm. They haven't gotten too no, much. Lawrence I've Fishburne. Oh, they're young... looking for a younger Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. yeah, which also then confuses me. Like, I so I don't. He did meet the original person who told him about the one, right? Which probably could be similar to the one because he was very confident. This is the one. So maybe it's Keanu as like an older, and Carrie Ann Moss is just like because it repeats, right? Yeah. It's cyclic. Cyclical. Cyclical. <gasps> Ice cream. Cyclical. Icyclical. Yes. Ice. Yeah. Okay. I don't right. know. That, that was, was a stretch. stretch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Mm, banana bread. <laughs> Maybe I did put something in that. I don't know what. Love. Baking soda. Bleach. Mmm. What did you find? Um, Taika Waititi was in a couple things that I read this week. I actually, before I mentioned the articles, I watched a preview for um, Jojo Rabbit, which is Taika Waititi's next movie that's coming out. 
looks fucking amazing. It looks like Taika Waititi doing a Wes Anderson movie where Taika Waititi is also playing Hitler. I just can't, like, I'm so excited to watch this movie. I love everything that he does. Um, so he's obviously doing the next Thor movie, and there's kind of been a discussion as whether this will be a movie that follows Thor or follows Mighty Thor, which is Lady Thor. So Taika has come out and said, and this is, like, almost non-news, but it's going to be following original Thor. Like, it's not going to be a Lady Thor movie. She's going to be in it. It's a Thor movie yeah. with her in the movie. It's going to be the lead up to the Mighty Thor or the Lady Thor movie. You think so? He's got it. I mean, come on. Oh. He had to convince Natalie away. Portman to even do this movie. So I don't know. I guess it just depends on whether like she enjoys she's herself. Like, she's like, give me more money <laughs> and it will be good. I was always going to do it, Tycho. I was always going to do it. Just give me more money. <laughs> Um, the other thing that came out simultaneously uh, is that Taika, the so the cast for Suicide Squad two has been announced, the James Gunn movie, and it has actually a lot of the James Gunn regulars mm-hmm. in it. His brothers in it. Um, it has uh, Michael Rooker in it. Um, it also has Taika Waititi in it. So I think it's interesting. I, I thought Marvel had like a tight hold on anyone that was working for them, like Disney. Like you can't compete with us at all but now he's doing a Warner Brothers movie as an like, actor there's silly to think that because if one person breaks the rules what are they gonna do pull them replace them you gonna replace Thor for instance right right can yeah. you no you know people will be like nah not uh-uh. can't replace Thor not Chris Hemsworth right I mean you just can't you just can't uh but the other some of the other notable people who are gonna be in the Suicide Squad movie Nathan Fillion. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about that. I love that. He's such a good actor. John Cena is going to be in it. Okay. I'm out. <laughs> I don't have anything to do with this. He's the invisible man. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> they haven't announced who these people I are going to be. I just don't want anything to do with that guy. Oh, my God. I can't believe. It's so annoying. <laughs> I can't believe I got that joke, first of all. <laughs> Three seconds later, but yeah. still. Ugh. No, I'm upset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pete Davidson's going to be in it, the Saturday Night Live guy. Okay. Which I don't, I mean, I don't know. It, and then, of course, Idris Elba's in it, Margot Robbie's in it. Everyone knows who Margot Robbie's going to be. Viola Davis is coming back to be Amanda Waller. Um, Captain Boomerang and Rick Flagg, those actors are coming back. So nobody knows who else anybody's playing. They haven't announced the characters yet. Basically just, this is the cast, but we're going to let you speculate on who they're going to be until we actually announce it. Hmm. Um, Idris Elba, the rumor is that he's going to be Bronze Tiger. I thought originally the rumor was that he was supposed to take Will Smith's place and be Deadshot. But I don't even know that they're going to have... I just don't think they're going to have Deadshot in it. Which is fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. (laughs) So, there you go. I'm actually... I don't know. I don't... You know who wasn't announced for this movie? Jared Leto. So, Thank God, and I don't think yeah. we're uh, going to have him th- at all. Good. Good. I'm excited. Maybe they'll just do like an apology scene. Yeah. Where they just kill him. <laughs> Could be. And they don't need Jared Leto for that. They just need someone like who... who they just turn yeah. away. Turn the person away, yeah. right? And he's a joke, and he's like... <laughs> Bam! <laughs> <laughs> and then even even the people like around, they're like... Like slow clapping. <laughs> 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 and then uh, it just goes hmm. to the next scene. Everybody's like... 
hundred percent in about tomatoes is just for this one scene. The rest of the movie could be steaming garbage. And we... <laughs> Basically, it's credits. The rest of the movie or intro. <laughs> So, Lynn, you uh, mentioned Margot, and there's there's this uh, talks of rebooting Tank Girl. Yeah. Oh. And her production company is in charge of it. Now, the biggest question is, sure, she's going to obviously get an executive producer credit because it's her production company, but would you not think she would want to, you know, star in the title yeah. role? Well, yeah. And, I mean, she kind of got that look. Yeah. yeah. But if she's... If she's writing or directing, if she wants to be a part of it. She would be writing. And producing credits go left and right to anyone that has enough money to say they're producer. So, but if she's changing her role in movies and stuff, I'm just saying. Her yeah. name being on it automatically brings people. Well, tr- yeah, that's right? very true, too. But I wouldn't see why someone wouldn't want to get into something that could turn into a franchise yeah. was, done right. I will say this. Yeah. If they are going to do a Tank Girl reboot, which I think is a mistake, but if they are going to do a Tank Girl reboot, other than getting Lori Petty to be Tank Girl again, which would be that awesome. That movie was perfect. She'll make an appearance for sure, but... That movie was perfect, and a lot of people hated that movie, and I don't know why, because they clear. it must have been that they just clearly never read Tank Girl. Yeah. Because that movie was almost exactly as crazy stupid as the comic That's the is. thing. It was crazy stupid. <laughs> That comic book is insane. It makes no sense whatsoever. There's no continuity to it, other than there's these girls who are in it who call themselves different names: tank girl, sub girl, airplane girl. Just, I mean, that's their code names, right? That's the only thing that's, that's not chaos. They go they stick to the same names. And then you have <laughs> the Booga, who is the kangaroo guy. Which was also in the movie. Yeah. And those things were terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was the one thing about the movie that I thought was... I mean, the makeup for the, the kangaroo people thingies were fucking weird. But point is, if they're not going to get Lori Petty to come back and do just like an awesome older tank girl, then Margot Robbie would probably be a good choice. Taking her turn as Harley Quinn into account. But um, well, I mean, she she also like stated something about like she couldn't relate to that character or something. It was just she was playing some role she didn't really yeah. understand. Yeah, uh, probably why it was kind of Harley. cringy because everything else she does pretty much good, right? Yeah, she. I mean, she was awesome in I Tanya. Fucking love that in movie. What I Tanya? The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She was great yes. in that movie. Yes, she was. Um, but I I just think this is completely unnecessary. However. If it does bring people back around to the idea of Tank Girl, then I... I mean, sometimes these things come out way later, and it just brings people back around into it, right? There's this whole new generation that gets pulled into it, probably won't watch the old Tank Girl movie, because the special effects are so dated, and they, you know... So you bring them into it through a new movie, and then you revitalize the comics, and there's a whole new fan base, so... And then things that get released into the theater, a lot of times kind of flop, I guess, or don't get... A good press coverage or whatever, but then after, right? They just blow up because people start. Like, people are able to watch them over and over again. Like the original Tank Girl movie. Yeah. There was <laughs> years ago. It was playing on like TNT or some USA or something like that. Literally every day, and I literally watched it just every day. It was just on. <laughs> I want to say the other week, and it was towards the end. But I kind of got sucked into it a yeah. bit. And then I go. It's been forever since I've seen this. I should start when it's over, but. So good. If, T and T if you guys and haven't USA merged as a company, it'd be called TNA. 
I walked past. <laughs> Thank you. I walked past Lori Petty at Motor City Comic Con this year and said, and she said hey to me, and I said hey back, and then I got ten feet away from her, and I was like, oh my god, that was Lori Petty. <laughs> <laughs> Lost opportunity there. When did you get anything else that you found this week? The, anything interesting to talk about? Well, so. Um, I, I'm not even going to ask Charles because. Because I have all sorts of interesting. We don't have some time. We don't have time for me to talk about all of me. This is, a, I think this is kind of a rumor, but I just to me it sounds like a story that's just been unverified by DC. But DC is looking to introduce a new Batman, which they do from time to time. Um, but apparently, the next Batman they're going to introduce is going to be Black Batman. And I personally think that this for sure versus rumors. <laughs> That's not... Well, it's... Like I said, it's one of those things where... I want to see the direction they would go in it, right? Yeah. What sort of things that they would apply to... Right. Right? Let's see what, what, what you can do. Where are we at? Well, you know, it, let's look for an update for everybody to and see where we're at. How are we replacing Batman, right? Exactly. What happens? Right. And, and when it, they had, like... They the, were talking about like, having a black uh, James Bond. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah I want to see what they want to do. It's a different dynamic there. See what there. you got, you know? Um, but I, to me, the fact that the person taking over for Batman being black literally means nothing to me. I just want to know why is somebody replacing Batman? Mm-hmm. And if they are going in that direction, are they going to use a character that's already established? Like is Black Lightning mm-hmm. going to take over for Batman or one of the, one of the other characters? And Or are they introducing somebody entirely new to take over? Okay, but I think that sort of need to embrace what they're actually saying, which is the news, which is Black Batman. That's why they're saying it. Yeah. It's trending. Yeah. They want to use this Right. Thing, this yeah, concept that we all think about, about it. right? Yeah. Right. They want the uh, coverage. Like, yeah. people will get mad. Mm-hmm. That's good press, right? How dare you replace Batman? Uh-huh. And how dare uh-huh. you race swap him? Yep. Not right. It's like when... And that's what they want, too. Yeah. But really, they shouldn't be... Yeah. They should be like, new Batman, and then never... Just show us the actor. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, I just... I mean... I, it's one of those things where it's not not verified by DC yet, so I mean nobody get their panties in too much of a bunch. Most you know what? Do... Don't get your panties in a bunch anyway, because it's a stupid thing that your panties in a bunch over. Yeah, it's um, a stepping point. That's yeah. all we're doing right now. It's a stepping thing where right. it's a bad step, in in the sense that like they shouldn't make a big deal out of it. Usually the first of things flop a little bit. Yeah, just because people just get so mad, but then the next generation or whatever they're like more accepting of it. Right. And hopefully we can get past that real quick. When we had the identity crisis and then the crisis on Infinite Earths and then the big three stepped away, so no more Batman, no more Superman, no more Wonder Woman, Batwoman became Batman. Yeah. So we had a lady Batman. But nobody knew because, you know what? She was wearing a Batman outfit, smushing her boobs down so she didn't have breasts, and everyone just thought it was Batman. So it's one of those characters where, like, you don't necessarily always know who could be in there. They've just always, it's just always been Bruce Wayne for the most part. Yeah, that five o'clock shadow was just painted on <laughs> So, who knows? Uh, I, I'm i wondering if they're, like, I would love a new Death of. Death of Superman was amazing. Maybe they're going to do a Death of Batman, and all of these different people are going to step up to be the Batman. Like, when Superman died, we had, like, eight Supermen mm-hmm. show up and take his take over his place. So, maybe that's what's going to happen. That's entirely speculation on my part, but I would be down for that. I think Bruce Wayne Money could go away for a while. Maybe he needs to go heal his heart. Right, Tony? Since he did actually ever get married. Yeah, fuck that shit. Like, I've been hearing people talking about uh, Batman 78, which just came out this week, which 
had their uh, Catwoman and Batman reuniting, and people are... Here's the thing. I think these writers uh, for these news outlets are full of shit because they're... This is the reason why they didn't get together. This is how um, it should have been, and it created these two characters to be where they are now. Fuck that shit. No, they should be happily married. That they pulled the 180... Pissed off tons of fans, mm, mm-hmm. promoting it so much. That's the biggest thing. If it was just an issue, and then you got over it quickly, but they emphasized this was going to fucking happen. And then Marvel went through and had a marriage that didn't happen. But then but another another one, one did. That, yeah. That's still going. And you know, cool. Yeah, that one actually happened. made way more sense and was made more exciting. Like uh, Kitty and Klaus is getting married. It was like, who the fuck cares? But like. Gambit finally settling down is kind of a big deal. <laughs> Talk about these people like they're friends of ours. Yeah. Charles I'm is just, looking at us like we're crazy. I'm glad they were able to settle down, you know. <laughs> Go on that vacation they've been yeah. talking about for a while. Now they're Mr. and Mrs. Unfortunately, X. the Joker <laughs> took over the cruise, but <laughs> they got there. They had like two, three hours of fun <laughs> before Joker got on the, like the, um, what are those speaker things? Oh, like, yeah, the PA. I took yeah. over. <laughs> Mark? Is that Hon- you, Mark? <laughs> Honeymoon's over, bitches. Honeymoon's over. <laughs> um, so, you guys heard the rumors. White Claw is uh. having production issues and... Oh, there's a, a lack of... Of White Claws. Of flavored Zima going on <laughs> yes. out there. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that, hey <laughs> this is like such a big deal to people that I hang out with and I look at them and I go you drink that stuff now granted I'm not gonna lie I've tried it yeah sure it's alright yeah it's alright I don't reach out for it no like if it's given to me I'm not gonna say no to it but at the same point the way that some of these people think that this is like the greatest thing ever what is that why do people think that Yeah, there's something in it I know it you drink five of them four of them I I have four fingers up you drink five of them and you're hooked that's it it's like heroin it's, uh, I will never drink another It's one. definitely one of those things. So many people are doing like the keto diet right now, and oh. White Claws are totally keto friendly, right? Because they're so low calorie and don't have carbs or some bullshit. Yeah, I don't know. something some zero bullshit. Sense you know, it also has low carbs. Water. Mixed drinks. Yeah. Um, liquor. Just, yeah. Just oh. straight just up drink liquor. liquor. I was just thinking, if you're trying to be yeah. healthy, stop drinking that's, alcohol. That's yeah. That you is. Want to lose case. weight? Zero yeah. alcohol. Of course, your stress level, stress level is going to be high. So smoke some cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> There's eight thousand companies that make hard seltzers, though. Why is white Cl- like I've tried White Claw and I don't think it tastes good. But I like like our local one of our local breweries, Perrin, makes seltzer. That shit's delicious. Local breweries, Let's yeah. Talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> that shit's Perrin's seltzer is delicious. <laughs> um, and I think Great Oaks Brewing Company also makes one. So like, uh, I maybe there is liquid cocaine in yeah, White Claw. Yeah, is there, is there any know. other one closer to us right now that makes them? Because if not, Charles, does Creston make a seltzer? Uh, no, 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 no they no. don't. No. Uh, Tell them to, and we will will talk about them. Point being, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, yeah. Uh, Seltzer Uh, at Crescent Brewery coming soon. There we go. There, is that uh, better? You know, try something else, I guess. I don't know. I got a hard seltzer from Aldi's the other day, and it was actually pretty good. So, So, speaking of of, uh, alcohol, right? No? Well, yeah, sure. Go where I. Yeah, we are speaking of alcohol. Yes, that is. Uh, 
Booze in a book? Oh, I'm not there He's yet. Not, oh, but, come on. Jeez. Uh, Charles were, was there. I thought oh. you Tony be, still has I, a I couple thrusts. I thought we were thrusts. just leading up to it. <laughs> I saw a little twinkle in your eye. Well, like, I kind of I was like, am. I can see you going. <laughs> but no. I have one more thing. He has okay, one right. thrust left. You're done. So you just lay there and wait uh, for him to be done. So Bud, light, Bud Light is getting <laughs> in. Oh, gross. And the, the, the oh. Area 51 oh. craze. There's by a can having with an a... official uh, Bud Light can for the storming of Area 51 event. Which actually is not happening in a storm Area 51 event. They've canceled that. No. Yeah. What? And they've made Alien Stock, which was then going to take place oh. outside of Area 51. But then because of they saw this like legalese and everything... Now they're having it downtown Las Vegas in Las Vegas Convention Center. Well, this is a completely different thing now. Yeah. No so shit. why? Yeah. Why? So it's gonna fly, it's gonna be like that fire. Americans are pussies. <laughs> the fire festival. <laughs> it's gonna be a fire yeah. festival. No one's gonna show up. They'll be like, oh no. But yeah, I put all this money into this like an, uh, this can with this alien on the front. Give it a peace sign. Oh no. Well, it's Vegas, so at least you know if you go to Vegas There's and this doesn't happen, you can go. F- hire a prostitute or gamble or something. Someone's going to go there because they were going to show up for a mass shooting anyway. Don't go to Vegas. I, that's why I'm a little... Don't go to Vegas. That's it. That's the rule. Yeah. I, I, I really have been... What are you going there for? What are you is, there for? This is next weekend, guys. This is coming up. And I've really been looking forward to seeing what how many people would actually show up to yeah. and how many people actually would run and right. cause a mass... Now that they're trying to get it as far away as possible, and I'm knowing that these people are just giving this guy like anything, anything he wants to pull the people away from Area 51. Yeah. They're like, oh, you want to now do this uh, alien stock thing? What names do you want to have come play bands? Because we will get the names to come. This uh, is how they stop people from doing terrible things now. They give them anything they want. We don't negotiate with terrorists. We bribe them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we got to think of some area to storm and... Start an online Facebook petition. Right. What can we storm? <laughs> I'm not going to say anything because I'm going to be put on the list immediately. The real Area 51. <laughs> I got ideas. Storming. I got ideas. Okay, let's start. Okay, sorry, 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 let's sorry. start making tunnels underground into Area 51. Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> or a so, t-shirt. Uh, I, says, I, I, wish, I wish the few raiders that are still planning on actually going to raiding. Live stream that shit. Yeah, yes. live stream. I want to see it. Become internet famous. Prove you, that not all Americans are pussies. You can't pussies. be bought. <laughs> we don't sell out. America. American. Not Americans. I think Budweiser <laughs> is used to that term already. Oh, Americans. No. Back right. when they were called yes, America. Yes, we Americans. <laughs> Booze in a book. Okay, we did segue. He got there. He's yeah, done. He's that finished. Was yeah, that was. <laughs> we just jumped the gun a bit. Uh, this week I read Trees, Three Fates, number one. And... I really feel that they could have done a double pun there and do it trees fates like tree but, fates yeah trees tree yeah. fates uh, uh, so this is uh from the series that Warren Ellis uh Jason Howard have been doing it's supposed to be coming into a television series ultimately it's these giant pillars that they call trees that have landed on earth from al- their alien sentient beings that like to us, we're ants, even below ants. So there's no interaction. There's not a lot of knowledge going on. The series is weird and goes in many different ways um, through many different perspectives. In this uh, iteration of it, it feels like it has less to do with how the um, ongoing series is is headed. Um, visually, it's it's great and, and everything, but I was a little lost while reading it. 
And I'm hoping that it pulls back into the ongoing um, series as a whole. Uh, but with that, uh, it kind of came to fruition. There was a beer that I had yesterday while I was working a charity golf uh, outing. I was at the Vandermill booth, and uh, Vandermill totally roasted. I had never had that before. What? I don't drink a lot of cider. Oh. And so I've had their hard apple cider, not this one. I go, that's actually pretty good. I want to pair this with a book. And then I found out Trees came out this week, so then I read it right before this podcast. Trees, apples, most connections. Hard apples are, grow on trees. Most hard apple ciders are really good. I, I don't, I've never come across a hard apple cider. Well, that's why. I'm not saying I, I don't. Oh, it's just I don't go out of my way to sometimes drink uh, them. Yeah. Because I can only stomach yeah, like a couple. A, like a Zima, you don't reach out for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if it's there, you'll drink yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, totally That's roasted. I think is a drier one though, isn't it? So yeah, it's, it's more not... dry. It's uh, got roasted pecans yeah. in it. It's supposed to taste more like a uh, apple pie. Yeah, and it did. Mm. I can only drink one Sounds or two good. sweet ciders, but dry ones I can knock tons of those back. Deliciousness. You're Go right down the street from Vandermill. I know, and that's also <laughs> the thing too. I should probably stop in there more often yeah. and try some. Yes. Oh, so that's booze in a book this week. Um, Last thing I want to quick mention, which I am super excited about. This is kind of a series that got me into reading comics in general. The Far Side by Gary Larson. Yeah. Um, it's finally coming out to um, on the web. What this necessarily means, not a lot of people know, but on the Far Side's website, it goes uncommon, unreal, and soon to be unfrozen. The mm. new online era of the Far Side is coming. Now, one of the big things that um, Gary Larson had said when he retired is that he had asked fans that he didn't want uh, the um, images and the cartoons to be put online. Uh, partly for that, in his letter, he said, you know, in a nutshell, um, I only ask that this respect and be returned for anyone to do. Please refrain from putting it on the Internet. These cartoons are my children of sorts. And like a parent, I'm concerned about where they go at night without telling me. And seeing them at someone's website is like getting the call at 2 a.m. that goes, uh, Dad, you're not going to like this much, but guess where I am? And I can kind of Which see... Basically another... <laughs> yeah. another. <laughs> I can see where he's coming from, because once it's out there, anyone can share those on websites, and do they cut off who that is? Can people alter it and everything? Well, yeah, and his stuff has always been like making a statement about things. Like, some of them are just fun little comics, but some of them he's making a statement. Yeah, it's supposed to end right or, there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, <clears throat> we've seen what's happened with some people's comic creations. They become bastardized and used yeah. for people's purposes that weren't originally intended. Well, and a and lot he, of his, his stuff is timeless, too, yeah. though. Exactly. Like, one that stuck with me the entire... Since since the first time I ever read it, like, a long time ago, you know, and I go to, like, to the bathroom or the restaurant. I come out, I wash my hands. But most of the time when I'm there, I see somebody walk out without washing their hands. And in one in one of his little uh, caption things, it was like a guy walking out without washing their hands and above it said, did not wash hands, there's like an alarm going off. I always wanted those to be real. I really did. Because I see somebody and I want to I want to jump out of the bathroom and be like, he did not wash his hands. <laughs> I seriously wanted to do that. But I, that could be bastardized too. You know, like it could yeah. turn into something totally different. Oh, sure. I mean, you can cut the I text to, out and Just like him, anything. I want it to stay... Uh, pure because yeah. it's good and it yeah. stuck with me every time yeah so I am happy to see more of those I actually own almost all of his books uh, even the ones where 
it's a book about him making the book and he kind of just gives his notes on what he was coming up with like seriously love so i probably won't find anything new but what i will come to enjoy is other people finding his work and just laughing and hopefully if they have some sort of comment section where people can <clears throat> give their take of when they were younger. Oh yes, pres- comment sections are always a good time on the internet. I thought so. <laughs> Maybe not then, but... He's going to be like the guy behind the guy reading it and be like, oh yeah, I remember that one. That dick. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I read that a long time ago. <laughs> Alright, well with that, uh, stay thirsty to find out how many aliens we can uncover in Area 51. Or how many people get shot while trying. All of them. For both. (laughs) 